0: I've got the feeling that you milking it. Hey milksters, um unusual one this time. Uh, just a very quick mini milk. Um, obviously you'll have seen if you follow us on the milkingpodcast.com that uh, in the past couple of days uh, we've dealt with a lot of deaths. <laughs> so what uh, one of my childhood heroes, uh, Rod Moody passed away, uh, which we'll talk about on the next show. Um Christopher Lee passed away. Uh, which again we'll, we'll talk about on the next show because you know, Boo is Boo's the horror guy um, but very quickly just wanted to address Dusty Rhodes passing um, I think it it, it it wouldn't be right unless we we put something out just to say um, you know God bless him, if you believe in that God bless him, if you don't Sky you bless him but um, what a performer, what an amazing performer um, we <laughs> dusty Rhodes has be, had become um, a running joke between boo and i uh whenever i'd put a picture of dusty Rhodes on it was because i was teasing boo to say that he looked like him very hard last night watching or rewatching the um the documentary about him uh wwe put out it's on the network you can get it on dvd etc um just an amazing performer um and an, another person who captivated me as a young wrestling fan. So, basically, the last time I remember being emotionally moved like, properly to the point of actually shedding a tear uh, by a wrestling death, because there, there was a point where lots of wrestlers were passing away in a very short period of time. But the last one who just totally got me was the macho man, Randy Savage, because he was the guy. He was the man growing up that i was like ah, oh, he's he's my guy he's the guy who got me into wrestling you know the, the stupid crazy things that he wore and the way he was and the ugees and blah 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 um one of the other guys who i would say captivated my imagination and got me into wrestling but also encouraged me to look further into their background was the american dream dusty roads um He was the bridge to me finding out about the NWA and WCW and all that stuff because I was I was completely as most people of my age were growing up a WWE kid or a WWF kid you know I I was part of that Hulkster generation of uh, you know (laughs) training and uh, saying your prayers and all that kind of stuff but but Dusty was. Just that character that was so captivating, so great, and so funny. He was also one of those characters, and was so charismatic. I've had two instances with this that he could captivate people who weren't into professional wrestling to listen to him and be you know turned on by him because he, he was so good. I had one when I was in I was I was up in Edinburgh and I bought one of the the, the Silver Vision uh, Tagged Classics. And uh, one of the I can't remember the event, but it was it was the big boss man versus uh, Dusty Rhodes, and um, I remember popping it in just because we were we were chilling in the afternoon. We got a bottle of Jim Beam, and me and my, my my greatest friend in the world, Alison. She, so we were we were chilling there and having a drink, and uh, you know she was like, "Oh, do I have to watch wrestling?" And the moment Dusty Rhodes came on and cut a promo, she was into it and she was just laughing and she could not wait for that match. And we sat through that match and she just thoroughly enjoyed it. He such a captivating presence. Um, And I, I, you know, there'll be lots of eulogies that go online. There'll be lots of people talking on podcasts of it, but man, what a guy. (laughs) The second, the second occasion that I remember, um, with, with the dream, um, I was with my ex and, um, we always... We, I never really watched wrestling with him, uh, particularly because he wasn't a wrestling fan. Uh, but we always watched the Hall of Fame. Because, you know, it's its a different kind of show, and it's that kind of thing. And it was Dusty Rhodes' um, Hall of Fame exception speech. And I remember him getting to the end of the speech, and the crowd going wild, obviously, because it's, it's the dream, and he was there. Um... And my ex turns around to me, and he said, "That's amazing. He's amazing. That's the power that he had. That's the wonderful thing that he had was that captivating superstar presence of. As soon as you saw him, you were drawn to him. I mean, even in the last couple of appearances that we saw him with the, you know, with his sons, and thank goodness they they did that. You know, that that must mean the world to them. And you know, my thoughts." Go to them completely, but he was just that presence, he was pro wrestling. I also hope that um, the, the younger fans that are kind of drawn to him, uh, and he, it might not even be the younger fans, might just be fans in general, who are drawn to him because of the news of his death um, are aware of how important he's been for the current crop of superstars. So, he is his involvement with NXT. Has been paramount to the fact that we are now talking about NXT being the most exciting thing to watch, and you know the greatest thing going on, and you know they've created the indie with all the money and etc. etc. is because of him and his promo classes and his input into that school are invaluable. So, you know. I, I really hope they pay tribute to him on the next show. I really hope that Raw is a tribute to him as well. Um, he deserves that. And the the outpouring that we've seen and the stuff that we've seen going online of, you know, uh, just people's thoughts and prayers and people's reminisces and, you know, the fact that that Hard Times promo has been <laughs> all across my timeline for the past couple of days... Um, can't thank you enough, man. Thank you, Dream. Rest in peace,
1: ladies and gentlemen. The World Television Champion, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty, welcome. But what about Jimmy Vay? What? What? He tried it. They almost got him again. This has got to stop somewhere. Let me tell you something, David Crockett. This is going to cease to exist. It's going to stop now. I don't play no games, and I don't take no prisoners. Vay is law is going to have a lot of help. And tell blessed you come out here and you talk about baby dad paw driving that boy, putting that boy out of wrestling, talking about boy this and boy that. Well, David, you know my youngest, Till Margaret, is two and a half years old. And I tell her a story about the cold-blooded sausage maker that's walking through the woods and these little pigs run around. And he grabs the little pigs and he making cold-blooded sausage out of them. But always in that story, when she's scared and her eyes are big as silver dollars, the American dream comes and saves the little piggies. But in this case, I am the cold-blooded sausage maker. Tully Blanchard, and you the little piggies, and you running around with one big pig. That's right. And I hope my mama don't call David and get on for me talking this way. But she ain't no lady. She ain't no 10. She's nothing more than something off the, I ain't even going to talk about it. And you talking about now, you got to deal with a dealer. That's fine. Because that's risky business. I am risky business, I am the cool, bloody sausage maker.